0: Yo, what's up? Local man's awful podcast. You're listening to the prologue I do every week. It's been a little weird, um, scheduling and all that, and like just trying to figure out like people to come on, but it should be consecutive. This episode's gonna come out today. So, um, but yeah. How how's everybody doing? Um I know I can't hear you, but it sounds dope or it sounds awful what you went through. I don't know. I'm not going to be able to hear it. Uh, I've been chilling. Recently uh, been at the pit hanging out with Taylor. We uh, redid his whole wall with new sound treatment or acoustic treatment. So we did his whole live room and we we re-paneled everything. So like now it should react differently in there or for for the better. So hopefully the results will show. And you'll hear it in his newest recordings. Uh, but yeah, I've just been hanging out. I've been putting out multiple mixes. So there's that. I've recently finished Hollow Points in a way. Now I got to finish Heartthrob and this other band and get ready for the, the sessions I'm coming up on. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, we had a show here with Ursula Guy Collider. Cell damage, hollow points in the way. That was fun. Well, it was a good time, even though there was another show, like literally happening like down the street from us. So we had a lot of people come out. It was a good time. We got to, um, which I didn't know that the people in God Collider were, uh, Niraj and Frank from like Hope Con and, uh, uh <clears throat> Darkest Hour. So that blew my mind. And then the drummer ended up being the battery drummer, and I was just like, are you fucking, like, what the fuck? Like, I did not know this was a thing. So I got to fanboy out on that, and they did an episode with Taylor where they were um, talking to him about guitar shit, and I was like, wait, I know you guys from something. And I was like, oh, you guys are from Between Two Amps. So I think they got a kick out of that just, like, knowing, like, I know them from their podcast instead of the bands they've been in. And um, that was dope. Ursula was sick. Hollow Points was sick. Away was sick. The Cell Damage music video was fun. That was like one of the funnest sets they've ever played. So hopefully the music video comes out perfect for uh, Metalcore. Um, one of their songs, I guess. Dad just leak it? Whoops. Whatever. You don't even know the song name. Whatever. But they're doing a music video. That should be fun. Um... <clears throat> just announced that firestar is playing for the children with a bunch of dope ass bands it's going to be fucking gnarly it's going to be pretty crazy um i can't wait there's a lot of bands i get to be or i get to see for free and i'm not taking that for granted either you know like those dudes busted their ass i busted my ass so um it's nice to see that people want to fuck with us enough to book us on a dope fest and it's at the belasco where they the last time sound of fury was in inside so that should be fun i uh, can't wait you gonna see drain gonna hang out with cody and all those fools cody sammy and tim um got the last c47 show coming up but i don't know i, I got hit up for a dope show so it may not be the last one just saying so We'll see, but I originally wanted to end this because it's just a pain in my ass, like, recording every day, or, like, recording, and then having to break all this shit down to set up for a show, and then to, like, set it back up for uh, recording. Now, like usually it would be, like, shows happen one day, and then the next day would be, like, a recording session, so that would fucking suck, and it would, like, really fuck my time up with the band, so that sucks, but, and, you know, it's just, like, a bunch of weirdos here, and, like... My livelihood here, and I have a bunch of cool gear, and I don't want to lose, so I don't want like people like rip me off, but it's all good, maybe. But we'll see if the show happens. If the show happens, well, uh, we'll have to see, we'll have to see if C47 still keeps going because I got a really cool offer. Um, yeah, so the last C47 show is supposed to be in time ceramic, uh, marrow making their debut face facts, uh, abstain and sanctify. That's going to be dope. I can't wait to see all those bands. And I only want to book bands. I want to moss you. So it'll be fun. Um, can't wait to, uh, see all my friends. I, I always like seeing all my friends here. Um, uh, and I get to just hang out overall, listen to good music, good hardcore music and just, uh, vibe out. Um, uh, but nonetheless, on this episode, we had Chewy, a.k.a. Jesus Ceballos. Um, really dope dude. We actually had to do the podcast episode three times, which is funny because we did it once. Sounded like shit. Didn't like it. We did it again last night. Which cool, but we left out some important shit that he wanted to say that he mentioned the first time. So today we came back, got donuts, uh and then um dude my chest is really itchy um but we we pulled it off this is this one we are very happy with so hope you guys like the in, the story he's a very interesting he's got a lot of cool like background I don't know why I just said that really loudly into my life background um but it, it, he's an interesting person and like I was trying not to step on his toes at all when he was talking about, like, like his appreciation for his culture and his, like, heritage. So I kind of just let that one rip. But, yeah, it's going to be sick. Uh, the episode's dope. I, I really like it, and I cared enough to do it three times because I could have just been like, oh, yeah, here's a new episode with Chewie Owens. Shitty audio, I'll do it better next time. But I wanted to do it properly and give his story and his, like, his, what he wants. Or give his story the proper treatment it needed. So we busted our ass and did it. But yeah, that's pretty much that's happened. Unless I'm blanking. I got some new gear for the studio. I got a new graphic EQ. That's going to sound good on guitars. I got a new Vox head. That sounds really gnarly. So dope. I'm so stoked for that. And then I got a new mic. So all the... All the bands recording with me and mixing with me, you're going to have some pretty dope tonal upgrades. So I'm excited for that. But I got some dope sessions in the works. Um, Been booking shit out. And if you want to record with me, bang my line. I'm more than welcome. I'm more than down to do it. I'm down to record anything. I'm always for it. But uh, I'm not going to keep you guys. Uh, stuck on this, I'm gonna jump right into the podcast. This is Chewy, uh, Jesus Ceballos, and uh, thanks for listening. Yo, what's good? Welcome back to Local Men's Podcast, episode three. Um, this is the third time we're trying this. <laughs> um, one, because... <clears throat> excuse me, we've been slamming donuts, but... uh. One, because the first one, the audio wasn't good. Um, Our guests didn't know how to hold the microphone. And then, um, two, we tried it again last night, but we left out very important stuff about shit we talked about. So now here we are, top of the morning, 7 a.m., eating donuts. Yeah. Um, Yeah. On today's episode, we have... Jesus Ceballos, aka Chewy.
1: Hello, hello. It's good to be here.
0: How are you doing this fine early morning?
1: <sighs> yeah, doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, these donuts, coffee, shaping up to be a real good day. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it makes your work day easy. Oh yeah, I hope so.
0: I don't know you just got called by them.
1: Yeah, they're trying to get me to come in right now. <sighs> but
0: I'm so you're crazy. You're crazy. How are you how have you been how how are you feeling after last night's episode
1: uh last night last night was cool it's a good episode but like you said I feel like a lot of stuff where it was left out I don't know last night the was I guess it just wasn't the... the podcast vibes were just not not there I guess it was more <laughs> of like, it was more like a chill night you know
0: yeah this is more like this is more business yeah you know, there you go Risky biz new. Uh, do you watch Game Grumps at all? Uh. Uh-uh. Do you like Pokemon? I do. They uh, they're playing Fire Red, and they're Ooh. naming they're naming their uh, Pokemon's. And one of the names was risky. They were trying to name it risky business, <laughs> but they couldn't fit it in there, so they name it risky biz <laughs> Risky biz <laughs> new. And then one of the other ones is uh rad tad.
1: tat. That's actually the first Pokemon game I played, I think, was Fire Red. Really?
0: Yeah. And I, um.
1: Little Game Boy.
0: The first Pokemon game I played was Sword and, Sword and Shield. Like, <laughs> legit. Really? But I know everything, like, almost everything yeah. about Pokemon.
1: You know the lore. Yeah,
0: the lore. Um. Yeah, cause, like, I always thought that shit was lame when I was younger. And then Caesar was like, nah, dude.
1: Yeah, um. My older brother used to play it a lot more than I did, but. I played it once and I got hooked cuz yeah, I don't really like the like turn-based type games as much. Very picky with those, but now Pokémon's sake. I love Pokémon.
0: Yeah, I was I have this goal that I want to only beat Pokémon with Charizard.
1: <laughs> every Pokémon? Like every well, just
0: just Red oh, okay. or like Fire Rain. just only use him even though I know like you got your wa- your types and Pokemon types, but if I got a level one hundred fucking Pokemon or Charizard just clapping cheeks, oh yeah, then I think that'd be fine. But I want to do that with everybody, like cell damage
1: mm-hmm. and like
0: thought because it, like everyone knows about Pokemon, so I want them to watch me play it really badly and fucked up, <laughs> and them just like trying to backseat game.
1: Yeah, damn, that's actually a good idea. So you're every time you pick fire type then.
0: Yeah. Fire like, type all the way. I'm indefinite to fire type. Um, let me see. What what's your favorite starter?
1: <sighs> Man. I always uh I always go water type, so for the most part it's usually all the water type ones. But hell no. The best one is uh what's that fool's name? Is it Mudkip? I think Mudkip. He's in a what was it? That was one of
0: yeah. My Mudkip was Gen three.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mudkip, Mudkip was tight. All right
0: for for Gen one, I go Charmander.
1: I'm Squirtle. Psh, hell Man, no, Squirtle's sick. Blastoise, nah. You know what? I think Squirtle's the best one.
0: No, because like check this out. I Every mean, the was it the shiny Squirtle It's got the fucking the sunglasses. The Blastoise yeah. the sunglasses. Yeah. Um. Gen two, I'm gonna have to go with a uh, Chikorita. Chikorita.
1: Gen two, Jake Cyndaquil. Chikorita's okay. whack. Cyndaquil is tight. No, I'd, yeah, I think I'd, I'd go Cyndaquil with the second.
0: And then the goat fire starter. Um Tar Chick. Uh
1: <laughs>
0: Blaziken fireman yeah. chicken, dude.
1: No yeah. Yeah, I'm I go water type, but Fire type is right there too.
0: I will only go water type and diamond and pearl.
1: Which ones are Pip- the starters for that one?
0: Turtwig, oh, okay, Chimchar, yeah. and Piplup. Dude, Empoleon. Yeah. Two nuts, two cracked. What else we got? Snivy, Tepig, tep- 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 and Oshawat.
1: Oh, Oshawa. Yeah, I don't cite you.
0: Don't mind uh, <laughs> the chauffeur is just leaving. Oh,
1: yeah. Send him to go. Pick up some shit for us. Did you right.
0: play any of the newest games?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I didn't really play them all the way through, but I started the. Uh, I think it's Sword. I started that one too. That's that's the one that like it looks like it's England, right? It's like England yeah. themed. Yeah, that's the last one I played, but I never. I got. I played it for like three hours and never picked it up again.
0: <laughs> yeah, me and Caesar like he. We would just do online battles with him. So uh-huh. like. I just got really jacked, so I I blazed to the end of fucking uh, was it like um the end of the game? Okay.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think I'll, I'm gonna go back and finish that though, because I've only ever played like the older ones, I guess. I still haven't beat one of the, the newer gen games.
0: Yeah, I want to. They should have like the Nintendo Shop. Should have like the the throwback shop or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> All right. Well, we'll probably talk about video games a little bit more later. But um, yeah. I do want to introduce yourself. I want you to introduce yourself. Who are you?
1: Well, uh, I'm just, just, just your average guy, you know. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> You've had three times a
0: perfect this, so. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm Chewy. You know, just a local desert guy, born and raised up here. Uh, you know, work hard do what I can to survive out here. Uh, recently started playing music with my friends, which has been how I came into this whole scene. And yeah.
0: Now, you said you were born out here. Have you lived out here your whole life?
1: Yeah, I was uh, born in Victorville, little hospital right here, the desert valley off of Bear Valley.
0: Yeah, the only time I've been there, not yeah. to sound grim, but the only time I've been there is to say goodbye to one of my dad's, like, drug dealer's mom's.
1: Yeah, no, it's pretty. It's a pretty grim place. Yeah, it's like we were talking about. I I don't really hear a lot of people being born there, like like same for me. I've had a lot of a uh, family pass through there for very unfortunate circumstances. But yeah, like my older brother was born up here too, but he was born over in the the hospital hill and everyone else. You know, they're always like St. Mary's or Hospital Hill, never really Desert Valley. But yeah, that's where I come from. Born from the, the stone sculpture out there. You you're
0: actually, you were placed in there when you're, <laughs> what? Or are they shaking? They're hands shaking, right? Yeah, they're like, I think. I thought they were like hands out like this.
1: That's what I thought, but I was driving by the other day and it, I think they're like hands like just like one, like two hands over one hand, like kind of oh. like the
0: comforting,
1: you know, holding the hand.
0: Yeah, I always thought it was like
1: hands out like this. So I was like, oh, yeah. that's fucking, that's sick. Yeah, no, it's a pretty nice statue. I'm surprised uh you don't really see nobody uh, vandalize that thing. No, I
0: mean, think mean it's or anything. respect. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You could just knock shit down and break it up, but like,
1: yeah.
0: Um, no, I just think people don't fuck with yeah. hospitals or stuff like, like that.
1: They, they know better.
0: It's kind of taboo to do so. Well,
1: I don't know because Hospital Hill is fucking wild sometimes. Dude,
0: that place is fucked. Yeah, that place is burnt.
1: Yeah, it's nuts.
0: My I used to have a friend whose dad worked there. Oh my god. It was fucked. Like as he was an RN. Yeah.
1: You hear a lot of crazy stories out of that place.
0: There was a one of the times it's not you know, have you ever been down Hesperia Road to Seventh Street? Yeah. You know that little like retirement like yeah. hospice place? My grandma was staying there one time. Oh my grandma was there one time. And um I remember like being there. And like we heard, like in my grandma's room, I was sitting on her bed, and I can like the door open. I can see the, the utility closet, and I heard fucking screaming in there. God. And there was like a fucking old lady in there screaming and banging and God. shit. I was just like, "This is fucked up." Yeah, but, maybe, but like I was also like, we heard a lot of voices, and we didn't see shit.
1: Yeah, that whole that whole like area over there, like that whole Hospital Hill area, and like just kind of like a lot of downtown like Victorville. It has a very, like, ominous, like, atmosphere, I feel like. It's pretty spooky. Yeah, it it's is. like Ghost Town is. Yeah.
0: Do, you, do you believe in ghosts, Chewie?
1: I don't know, man. I have don't ever, know. Have you ever had any
0: run-ins with ghosts?
1: Uh, yeah, I feel like I've had some pretty spooky experiences. Really? Yeah. Well... Okay, this this is pretty interesting. I I also attribute this to when I was younger. I was a very bad like sleepwalker. Like I would sleepwalk a lot and like just talk in my sleep and just oh I don't oh know,
0: you're just like Josh.
1: Very strange like sleeping stuff happening. But I used to share when I lived in uh, Brentwood. I shared a room with uh, my little brother, and uh, this is he said that one night like he just heard like pacing around the room and he was just like kind of like half asleep and like he said like the pacing came to like a sudden stop and he said he got up like he sat up off his bed and he said I was just like at the at the feet of his bed like just standing up straight and just like pointing straight at him but like just standing perfectly still oh i don't like that <laughs> yeah. that that's eerie i don't like that that's fucked yeah, up yeah and he said uh he said like he just started crying and went back to sleep <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor marco i was like i think he said he started crying but I, oh. I for
0: sure would but Dude, uh, yeah. that, imagine like like just all your family because I used to share yeah. a room with Henry and I would I would lose my shit if like if I seen him like
1: Yeah, no, like like thinking about it, like putting myself in his shoes like that is fucking creepy. But yeah, that's like one of the Weirder things, I guess. But that's
0: you sleepwalking or, yeah, that's or me sleepwalking. being possessed or something.
1: Yeah, that's what I tell them. Like, what if I was like possessed? Cause that house did have like a very fucking ominous atmosphere as well. Like, you know, you could feel, you could feel like those types of like energies when you walk into like certain places. Like the fucking abandoned hospital. Like, as soon as you walk over there, like you just have that feeling that just mm-hmm. like overcomes your fucking body. And you're just like, all right, there's some weird shit around here.
0: I think the recent activity that I've had is a. Uh my, my I was like going We are like sleeping Me and Paisley And then like I woke up And then my PS4 Like ejects the disc <laughs> I was just like Oh sick And then well, I just went like, back to bed And then like Cause I'm like I can't do nothing about it I can't yeah. move You know So I'm just chilling Yeah And then uh, I was I guess I was gone Or recording Or I was in Fuck I forgot where I was Playing a show maybe did I play a show recently?
1: Uh, we played we played here and then we played uh, The Haven last. Oh, weekend. you know, it was
0: when we came here to set up the show. Um What was he gonna say? Yeah, Paisley was outside with the kids. Sam my sister was in the bathroom, my fucking closet just collapsed.
1: What the fuck?
0: And they don't have a lot of shit on it too. And like I was like, when they told me that, I was like, great, that's that's sick. And then like I watched the, the Hard Lore podcast about them having a ghost experience. i mm. like, yeah, we're on this, like, we're on this building. We're in this building. It's, like, on the sixth floor. You know, we're, like, staying in there, and it's known for, like, being haunted. And then, like, I was so tired. Um, but, like, I, like, woke up, and there was three knocks on my door. And then the other person experienced the same thing, too. God damn! And then I was like, oh, ha, 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 whatever. Watched it. I'm going to bed and I fucking hear three knocks. I'm like, no. Oh my god. I'm like, fuck that. And I kind of just like, whenever I feel like weird, I kind of just curl my feet up as close yeah. as I can to my fucking ass and just like, not get scared.
1: Yeah. No, I feel you. It's it's weird. It's a weird thing for sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I I feel you too. Like you go like shit like that happens and you just. I mean, you can't really do anything. So you just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Just let it happen. Let it I try to think it of it as benevolence, course. not Bene- like malevolence. Oh, malevolence?
0: Not like benevolence. Oh. Or more like benevolence, not malevolence. Because, you know, if I'm just like, this dude's just looking out for me, you know, or this person's looking out for me, they obviously want to get my attention yeah. for something. So I kind of keep it like that, and it's been fine.
1: Yeah, I um, know. I I try and feel that way, too, until, like, you get, like, sleep paralysis. I don't know if you ever get sleep paralysis. I've never had
0: sleep paralysis. I'm terrified of that. That
1: shit's, oh, my God. That shit's a roller coaster. I just had a a couple nights ago, like, a week or two ago, I had it, like, two times in one night. I was, like, tripping out. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to stay up for the rest of the night. Fuck it. That shit's a trip sometimes, too. Sometimes I'll get it. It, and I'll just, like, freeze up, and I don't really see nothing. But other times I'll get it, and, like, I'll freeze up, and I swear there's, like, some shit, like, just face-to-face face with me, like, just staring me down, like, some fucking creepy-ass shit. But it's it's weird. It's also one of those things where, like, what can you do? Like, you can't do anything. You're just frozen. And, like, you finally come to, you just fucking start breathing really hard, and you just go back to sleep.
0: I don't like that. I don't like yeah. that hearing about that it's feeling. Crazy, that's, that's, that's a, a fucked-up feeling. Like, yeah. um, what was I going to say? Does your family keep all the lights on in the house?
1: Nah, all the lights are off. Uh-uh. will have start complaining about the light bill, the electricity bill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, fuck that. I'd be like, I'm leaving these on. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah, when, uh, when everyone's home, like, at night, like, everything gets turned off. But if, like, someone's out and they're coming home late, like, we always leave, like, one light on. But... For the most part, it's lights off at night.
0: That Even just like, we have night lights now because of the kids there. Yeah. And even just like when I go to the bathroom or like piss at like four in the morning, I open up that door and I always think something's going to be right there. <laughs> and so when I see myself in the reflection of my mirror, I'm just like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Every time I open a door, I'm just like, I'm going to fucking jump right now. Yeah.
1: No, uh, my mom scared the shit out of me the other day. I was coming home late. And it was like late, like to the point where I didn't think my mom was up anymore. Sometimes she'll stay up late, like just watching TV in the living room. But it was late. It was like two in the morning, I think. And I was coming home from like a show or practice or something. And so like I got out of the car and like uh started like getting all the shit out the the back and shit. And all of a sudden I just hear hey, my mom's like standing there at the doorway, like the door wide open, but like it's like completely dark. And like even like inside the living room, like it was like all the lights were off and like she scared the shit out of me. Like I looked over at did and had my like, glasses on. So it just looked like a figure. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, is that you, mom? Please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and there's one time Henry got me good was um I, all the windows were open. And like oh no, my room's window was open, I'm in the living room, but you can hear like I have my door open. And fucking Henry did this, like, crazy, like, oh. like that. And I heard it so loud through the back. And I was just like, that's not me. That's not me. And then, like, I, like, ran to the living room. And I was like, fuck this. And then Henry comes in laughing at me.
1: Fuck that.
0: Fuck Ghost. Yeah.
1: There's creepy shit going on out there.
0: So, besides being a sleepwalker <laughs> and an avid sleep paralysis member, you also play bass.
1: I recently started playing bass How long ago? About a year now
0: When we have the anniversary?
1: This month I like how we didn't post anything about it Yeah, I don't know I'm kind of Whatever Whatever about it Uh, Yeah, it's been a year It's been a year It's been a journey For sure Started playing last October
0: How'd you start playing bass?
1: Well I met you guys Met Caesar working at a little restaurant, a little not a restaurant, a little little boba spot, little pokey spot kind of. <laughs> I met Caesar there. <clears throat> we uh, kind of clicked. Started chopping it up frequently. Started uh, started inviting me to hang out. We'd go out sometimes, and then uh, started bringing me around like his friends, and that's where I met all you guys. You know we all got pretty cool and then one day we're out drinking and he's like hey uh we're starting this new project we need a bass player and i had talked to him about how i had like just very minimal like guitar experience like very very minimal like i'm still fucking terrible at guitar and so he was like i know you said you had like a little bit of experience do you want to play bass and i told him no at first because i'm like i have no experience uh want to fucking you know come in there and just be a like a hindrance to everybody so i said no at first and then uh a week later we're drinking again and like he sends me all the music and stuff and i'm like oh shit this is sick like i really like this and so the next day or two uh i went out and bought a bass and i just started fucking around on it and then i hit him up again i'm like hey i'll give it a shot like let's see what happens and then I had a, a month to learn the songs before the first show. And yeah, that's how I started.
0: I know that was initially like uh like a last minute thing, like uh Yeah. It was just like, uh oh. Um like I don't know why. I don't know why we decided to hop on. But I thought it would be like, oh it'd be sick. Like and you know. and I think it was Brax.
1: Yeah. I think Brax is like, Y'all should play.
0: And I was like, We're definitely not. Fitting for this bill
1: Yeah it was weird It was a weird bill It was a, I mean It worked fine though It was super good That was a really good show But yeah, I was nervous as fuck That whole month I think uh, There was like a point Like a week into Me trying to learn all those songs I was gonna hit Caesar up again And be like Hey you know what bro Like I don't think I'm gonna, I'm gonna be able to do it Like I think you guys Are gonna have to find somebody else Just cause You know I don't wanna hold anybody back
0: was it was it hard to learn like the first couple weeks
1: uh yeah i guess uh yeah it was pretty tricky but once i like yeah i don't know like after 2 weeks on the songs i got a little comfortable with them and we had like the first couple practices and i was like no nah, i think i think i'll be fine definitely not fucking super good bass player but i held it down for that first show and it went really well yeah, those first couple practices in that first show was like what, like locked me in into the mindset of, yeah, like this shit is super fun and I'm going to practice like as much as I can. I remember it being so cold. Dude, oh my God. Those first practices, it was freezing in here. My fucking fingers were freezing. Yeah, because I started off playing with my fingers too, I forget. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Do you like
0: playing with the pig now?
1: Yeah, playing with the pig is cool. Uh, i don't know i like both i like both but uh since i started playing with the pick, like i'll try and like play through with my fingers again and i kind of lost like that uh like the speed i guess or whatever yeah i just i just got to get back into it like kind of consistently play both styles so i could kind of keep that form i guess but no I, I like both of them they each have like the things that I like and dislike about them. But yeah, I think I, like, I enjoy pick more now.
0: Were you nervous that first practice, like a full band practice?
1: Yeah, I was fucking nervous as fuck. I might have been more nervous for the first practice than the first show. <laughs> yeah. But now, like I said, after we finished, like after we started playing and everything, I was fucking, I was blown away. I was like a little kid. I was like, this is sick. I want to be a rock star. But, no, it's fun. It's so fun. Super fun.
0: That sounds crazy. That's what, yeah, I, I don't remember, like, ever being nervous for, like, a first practice or whatnot. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's get this going. Yeah,
1: Yeah. no, it's definitely a nervous thing. I was fucking shaking. But, no. It was cool. It made, it was a lot easier for me, too, because we're, like, all you guys are, like, my friends before that. Like, it's it's not like I just, like, joined some random band, you know, like, random guys. Like, I, I joined a band with some of my friends, my good friends, my close friends. So that also made it a lot easier for me to be a little more comfortable with it and, like, kind of, you know, made it easier for sure. But yeah, no, that's it. I've... Only music experience I've had was like middle school. I fucking played the trumpet, <laughs> but that's you pretty much You played the trumpet, it. yeah. I played the trumpet for. Band. Oh, that's why I've seen your trumpet. Yeah, played for the middle school band. Played a couple concerts. You know, did the winter concert at University Prep. But yeah, that's that's all the musical experience I've had. I had bought a guitar a couple years ago and I would mess around on it, but like I said, I didn't really stick with it too much. Just had like the basics down. But that's that's how I became a bass player pretty much.
0: Now, do you wish you learned a different instrument besides
1: bass? Uh well I was I had bought that guitar and like I was kinda shortly before you guys asked me. To join the band, I was already kind of like trying to get back into guitar, and I was trying to be like a guitar player. I was like, "Oh, like I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get good at this. Like, I'm gonna practice this. I'm gonna stick with this now." But then uh, after I started playing bass, I was very uh, preferential towards bass now over guitar. And I mean, I still practice guitar here and there, but I don't know. I just really like the bass. Something about it.
0: I think it's cool. I think you got the like bass player stance when you perform. Like <laughs> you have like a, um, yeah, like that like wide leg spray.
1: Yeah.
0: Everyone, everyone calls it the the power move, the Chewy the, power move, chewy, just wide as Chewy fuck big pants. Yeah. I love seeing those photos of like just wide as yeah. fuck, big ass pants.
1: Dude, my favorite picture of the guy was at Indio show, where I'm wearing those baggy ass fucking jeans. Oh yeah. That stance. <laughs> Looking all crazy. I Dude, love that picture.
0: I don't know what happened. I thought that Blink-182 s- song was going to crack.
1: Oh, I know. In India. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was whatever. Like, the only person who was cracking to it was Sage. Shout out Sage. Hopefully Shout he'll be on, Sage. on soon. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a sick guess. But yeah, no, and then we played it the next day at Wisecrack and it fucking, it was sick that time. The crowd definitely loved it.
0: Yeah, I don't know about Indio and Blink-O-A-Q's love, but... Yeah. Uh, where's my little plate. at Oh, it's right here. <laughs> yeah, I got my plate right here. Shout out little Eric for bringing the Ashwood golf card score card. So we, yeah, um, we're using them as plates. Because we're down bad here at the local man. Come record me so I can afford paper plates. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can buy them. I don't want to buy them. we
1: just, we just been a little lazy lately.
0: And that pink one looks bomb. Or oh, those coolers?
1: Those are good. The pink one? I don't know what the pink one is, but that orange one is just orange-flavored. It's pretty uh, good.
0: I'll, not an orange-flavored guy. Really? Wow. I mean, I'll crack a sun-kiss here and there, but, <laughs> but like, you got me fucked up. If you think I'm going to go off the rip. Um, so, being a bass player, that's fun. Yes. But you have to work. You have to bust yes. your ass. Or you hard are... Play hard. Exactly, you are High Desert's most famous line cook (laughs) that I know. You—that's all you've done. Some might say. You know, uh, it's a preferred job, or is it just a job that you know so well?
1: Well, uh, I guess a little of both. Something like, kind of like, you know, when you're out here, fucking young, trying to just get some money here and there, you'll take what you could get. But, uh, yeah, my sophomore year is when I started my first job. And it was a uh, little, little. Uh,
0: how, how, is there, like, jobs out here that let people work at 16?
1: Yeah, you, um, I know my high school, they, they'd make you, uh, they give you, like, some form or it's something. Like a permit, right? Like work a permit, permit, like a work, working permit. But you, you had to have, like, uh, like, good grades and all that shit for them to give it to you.
0: I wanted to do that just so I can buy cold drum shit when I was younger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, it was a summer job, so it was like after in between sophomore and junior year, I believe, and it was like a. Uh, my dad was the, like kitchen manager there, so they fucking don't care about no work. I'll uh, have to get down in the kitchen. Yeah, I'll have to, he's a chef for sure. That's where he. That's where he started off too. His whole most of his life just started kitchen work. Now he's out there doing big things, working for the fucking Pentagon, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
0: Making sure it's unhittable.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a first line of defense. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> just standing outside the Pentagon, <laughs> he just, just, just <laughs> like hit me. With his fucking, with his glasses, with his goggle glasses.
0: Dude, he's such a
1: legend. But uh, yeah, he got me the job there as a dishwasher and... Uh, After that, I mean, I was like, I worked there all that summer and I just became familiar with like the kitchen, restaurant, uh, workplace. So when I, and I worked like throughout high school, like little jobs like that, like during summers and stuff like that. I worked at a little food truck as like a cashier, fry cook. And then uh, worked at the mall for like a month or two. I was doing a a sunglasses kiosk that paid me like $7 an hour. Hell no. But I mean, you know. It got a little cash out of it. I think uh I think when I worked there, I bought Fallout 4. At <laughs> GameStop?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm right next to it. Worked but for like
1: a month and made enough to buy Fallout 4. <laughs>
0: but I got fuck, what was it? I got Fallout 4 for Christmas. Dude, I hit the craziest not to get off topic, but um I had the craziest lick. Um we um We went for Black Friday and we went to the Hesperia Walmart. Yeah. Me and my mom. And uh, I wanted Black Ops 3. I think 3 was out. Yeah. Yeah, 3. And I got that. But they also had games on for sale. I got Bloodborne and Mad Max, like cheap as fuck.
1: God.
0: But check this out. They didn't scan the fucking Mad Max and Bloodborne. They only scan What the fuck? So I got three games for 60 bucks, And then I walked out. Me and my mom like ran to the car. We're like, dude, they're going to fucking do this.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? That's crazy. Those are good games, too. I never finished Mad Max, but Bloodborne...
0: I never finished it either, but I think the servers are down, so I can't even platinum
1: it. Yeah. No, Bloodborne is a fucking amazing game, though. I love that game. All right, so... Back to the kiosk. uh, You know, kitchens. I I don't hate people
0: at the kiosk. I hate the motherfucking shoe people.
1: Oh, the shoe people. Yeah. Hey, yo,
0: boss. Let me let me. Your shoes look dirty. Hey, yo,
1: boss. Your shoes look like fucking shit. Like, come over here.
0: I Like when they try to do that to me when I got Crocs. I'm like, you really gonna fucking (laughs) wet my foot right now? Wet my socks right now, bro.
1: (laughs) Are you serious right now, bro? Fucking on you. You serious right now?
0: (laughs) That fucking the weather report. (laughs) Are you serious right now, bro?
1: Yeah, right now, bro. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I was I got familiar with like kitchens and stuff. So when I got to high school, my first job after high school was dishwasher at this little uh, Mexican fish taco spot. And after like the a galley. month, the galley, yeah, the infamous galley. Uh, so yeah, after a month, uh, they asked me if I wanted to be a cook, and I was like, yeah, fuck it, I get well pay increase and stuff, so I was down. And yeah, ever since then, like, I kind of just started cooking. And uh, most of the jobs I've had till now have been uh, cooking jobs, just jumping around the whole restaurant scene around here. But yeah, no, I uh, I enjoy cooking. It's fun. It's definitely fun. I wouldn't be doing this for so long if I didn't enjoy it. But also, uh, definitely don't want to fucking work in a kitchen for the rest of my life. It's just kind of like, you know, job to make money while I'm doing this and then going to school and stuff. But yeah, no, uh, I've learned a lot of things working in restaurants, a lot of cool things, a lot of cooking things, and just a lot of fucking people skills, I guess, you know? My first, I remember my first job, I think, like, the first three, four months, I didn't talk to, like, anybody. I was just, like, a little shy little kid, just showing up, doing my thing, going home. Like, it was just shy. did not want to talk to anybody. Then I started opening up, and yeah. I think uh, working in restaurants uh, helped me kind of open up, because I'm still a little shy, but definitely not as shy as I used to be. I used to be fucking, like, just very, very keep to myself, like.
0: When did when did that change at the galley?
1: Yeah, after like a couple months at the galley, working with all my all my old heads, all my biceples. That's at- another thing I like about uh, kitchens. I feel uh I feel very, very comfortable working with like uh older Hispanic people. They they make it like very uh they make it very comfortable, a very comfortable atmosphere for me. Very like uh Tio tia vibes, you know. Which is cool. That's awesome. And uh yeah, it's all Spanish too. uh I've uh my Spanish has improved like a lot thanks to working in kitchens as well.
0: No, did you work at the 7th street one or the one off of Amagresa? Yeah.
1: The galley? I worked at both. I was I worked at both of them. Fucking Apple Valley and Victorville one. They had There's me, the uh, Apple Valley one? The galley? Yeah, that's right next to the Starbucks. Right next to Corky's. I thought that was three. Nah, there's only two. There's just Apple Valley and uh, Victorville. Yeah, they had me, like, open up uh, Apple Valley. I'd clock out around three, and then I'd go and fucking clock in at Victorville at four and close over there. It's pretty pretty intense hours sometimes, but do what you got to do to survive out here.
0: Damn. And then you, was it you jumped to OG's and Honeyfish?
1: Yeah, uh, I worked at the galley for a couple years, eh, like three years, I think. Uh, Quit there, was going to work at Corky's, but then the pandemic happened and everything closed. And then once everything was kind of, you know, opening back up again, I got a job at OG's, the pizza place. And work there. Oh, but before the pandemic, I had already worked at Honeyfish, though. I worked at Honeyfish while I was working at the galley. But yeah, just restaurant to restaurant up here. I tried working Target for a little bit, but I don't know. Target was cool, very light workload, but the pay was not really too, too good. So I had to get out of there.
0: Yeah, I remember, remember, I remember this band starting, and you were like, Yep, clogging at Target.
1: Oh, yeah, that's. I was at Target when I joined, I think. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's cool. We met the boy there, Hector. Hector. Shout out, Hector. Fucking legend. But yeah, no, that's pretty much my current work background. (laughs) If uh, any employers are listening, that's pretty much my resume. Uh, I'm a hardworking guy if you want to hire me. Yeah. So,
0: what would you say? Is your favorite job you worked so far? Like, as a chef.
1: Huh. <laughs> well, the galley was cool because it's, like, a lot of food I was already familiar with. A lot of recipes uh, all that shit. And then uh, I liked OG's, like, pizza. I don't know. There's something, like, fun about working pizza. I don't know. felt like playing, like, a little... little Facebook cooking game you used to play back in the day. Or you had to satisfy the customers. You're like, oh, yeah, this pizza wants fucking pepperoni, bell pepper, <laughs> and onions. Dude, uh,
0: was it, Diner Dash? Yeah.
1: And it, yeah, that's cool. But yeah, no, no, no. Cooking's just fun. I like to sometimes look at it from a creative perspective. Like, the plate is your canvas. You paint it. Make the plate look nice. It's all art. Make it fun. Try and make work enjoyable. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Each restaurant I've worked at has had their, their cool things that I enjoyed about. But yeah, I think Galley and OGs are are up there.
0: Um, <clears throat> Working, playing bass, tearing all that shit up. But there's one little thing people don't know that you also tear up. And that is Fat Fucking Bud. Oh, my God. You are the mota man.
1: I was scared w- in what direction this was headed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make it more like
0: <laughs> like mysterious because you're mysterious.
1: Yeah, I've been a, somewhat of a mota man throughout so, my life.
0: I You know, I'm, I'm going to say I've been around weed my whole life, but it has been more a part of my life and more in my face because of Chewy. <laughs> and you've... Got the whole crew twisted.
1: Yeah, I may have, I may have corrupted some people. But yeah, uh, I wouldn't even consider myself a big pothead or nothing like that. For sure, a lot more back in the day than I was now. Yeah, I don't know. uh, I've enjoyed Malta since the young age of what, like thirteen or twelve. But uh, yeah, I don't know. uh, Weed's cool. I enjoy it. It's uh helped me throughout some times, so I don't know.
0: What's your favorite strand? <laughs> strand, strange, strange.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I fucked that up so bad. Probably the uh, the extinction burst OG. Oh that one's good, yeah. that's how I've heard. I've heard. That's the one uh that's the one Ray sold to me. He sold me a whole pound. <laughs>
0: When you were like 12, right? That's, yeah, how you guys, that's how
1: I met Ray, actually. I was at Food for last Sunday.
0: Can, food for last. <laughs> yeah. I can hear him say,
1: dude. Yeah. And grab my nah, shoulder. he was like, hey, niño, niño. And I was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he said, you're going to take this shit or so I'm going to kick you in the goddamn fucking throat. <laughs> <laughs> and so unfortunately, yes. I had to take the pound of weed from Ray. But it's it was pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. <laughs> No, I don't know if I have a favorite strain. Uh I don't know. Kind of whatever. I don't know. I don't really have a favorite strain, actually. But yeah, no, it's cool. I enjoy it. I used to be a big old fucking drug kingpin back in the day, too. I used to sell Fortnite carts. What the no, fuck? I'm just kidding. I'm just oh. kidding. Oh, yeah, okay. Hell yeah. no. Nah. Yeah, we're cool, though. I was dubbed as a multi man by uh very kind man who I met early on into this band. Oh,
0: yeah. That was like our second show, right? Yeah.
1: That was, I think, the second show. It was right here at C47.
0: That's crazy. That's like a legendary show.
1: It is. It was a pretty cool show. Yeah, Super Crush. I played with Super Crush. And uh, Phil Wu offered me some mota. And I uh, accepted the offer. We smoked a bit. And he dubbed me the the Mota Man, <laughs> and it's stuck since.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah. Have you ever been in trouble for smoking weed?
1: Uh, you ever been caught? Your parents beat your ass. Uh, yeah, my mom a while back, fucking. Uh, what she? Yeah, she. I don't know. She fucking. I guess she found weed in my room, and she's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't know, <laughs> smoking." Yeah, I wasn't really, like, know that. too much of a big deal. Uh, my dad found weed in my car once, and he was kind of, uh, what the hell is that? <laughs> he was, uh, yeah, I found weed in my car, and he was kind of, like, made it seem like I was fucking, like, just drug addict, kind of, like, fucking crackhead, like, hey. what are you doing? This is going to ruin your life, all that. But
0: you know what Hank says on Instagram? On Instagram, on I'm breaking, I'm breaking, it's a gateway drug.
1: Oh yeah, it is, very true. No, but yeah, he found weed in my car one time. He was pretty upset about it, but even then, it w- wasn't really like a big deal. I guess he was like shut up. I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm still gonna do it. So wait, what's the what's the California laws like? You don't need a car anymore. A car? No, nah, you could just go to like a dispensary and fucking get whatever buy whatever you want but if you want delivered you need a car right I don't think so uh, I don't think so cause I think Caesar was telling me he was using the fucking weed maps thing to get weed delivered and I don't think Caesar has a card or anything No, nah, I know his ca- ass don't have a card yeah so no, nah, yeah you don't need no type of card anymore you just buy fucking Malta wherever wherever Malta's provided damn which is pretty cool pretty cool
0: yeah no i remember um i remember my like um i remember i think henry got in trouble not smoking weed but i remember like henry like got in trouble for like smoking cigarettes or stealing a pack of cigarettes from my mom and he like took it to the the abandoned house by us and we like obviously can see him smoking cigarettes (laughs) (laughs) fucking little idiot oh my god no, weed's cool. It's cool. It's crazy in Canada because like cigarettes are outlawed there, really. And, and the, it's like, oh it's,
1: shit, I had no idea. They're
0: not outlawed. They're just like they have this big ass pack on there. Yeah. And like on the whole pack, it's like, <sighs> just crazy images of like babies like smoking, oh, and, like, okay, dying and like killing themselves. It's like
1: shit. much more frowned upon over there. Yeah,
0: and they're like more into like smoking weed over there. Like they oh, just okay. walk down the street smoking weed.
1: Yeah, I mean that's cool. That's how it should be, I guess. Cause I,
0: I, I watch like like those body cam shit shit or like yeah. um like cops or like live PD and they're like, Yeah, but he's got like about a fucking eighth of weed on him. We got we gotta shoot him. <laughs> and it'll be like some fucking yeah. butt fuck town in like Midwest. in the midwest.
1: Dude, yeah, they get fucked. They get fucked.
0: And I'm like, dude, that would've been just be like, hey, like like take it easy. All right?
1: Yeah, it's definitely... Yeah, I don't think weed should be criminalized at all. It's fucking harmless. But, you know, it's all politics. Fucking, there's that... Uh, the the WNBA player right now in Russia. You hear about that? She's in prison. Up for weed. Facing 10 years over there. I think it was, like, carts, too. It was just, like, wax carts. It's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, but... When World War III starts, we're going to break her out fucking rescue her. It's going to be part of the new COD map.
1: She's going to break it. Oh, we're going to break her out. It's going to be like the uh, the Modern Warfare 2 mission when you rescue Captain Price. Uh-huh. With the
0: gulag. <laughs> we're going to break her
1: out of the gulag, <laughs> What's bro. What's your name? Brittany Griner. Captain yeah. Griner.
0: <laughs> Captain <laughs> Griner. Um, let's go back to you being raised here. Being born here. Ah uh, Yes. Uh, has your family lived here the whole, whole time?
1: Uh, no. My my family is from a low border town in Mexico called Ciudad Juárez. It's bordered with uh, El Paso, Texas. So
0: And you you've been there, right?
1: Yeah, I've been there a couple times. It's a, It's a it's a place. It's a place. It's really cool. I uh, I enjoy being there a lot. It's a very uh very uh, nice people. Very nice people. Very comfortable. Just being there, talking to people, going out to a little little centro, a little market, just going around shopping around. Like everybody's fucking nice. It's just uh, it's one of those situations where the cities, the the fact that it's like a border town, it's seen a lot of fucking shit throughout the the years. Like with the whole drug war and all the drug violence that goes on over there. Is that
0: where it's like really bad, or is it uh like more like over here?
1: Uh, no, it's bad. It's super bad over there. It's, uh, I actually just seen this TikTok the other day. Uh, this guy was like going through all like the, the most dangerous cities in the world. Like, but like he was going by like the, the homicide rates. And I think Ciudad Juarez is like, fuck, what was it? Like number six or something. The whole goddamn world is crazy. But yeah, they just, uh, it's a lot of shit. It's like, uh, how do I say this? I don't know, it's just in a very like unfortunate location to where a lot of shit has to cross through there and so a lot of shit inevitably like just pops off there.
0: Yeah, that's what um when you're driving down the 10, you can see it on the right side, like going towards like Florida. Yeah,
1: you see. But uh yeah, it's it's pretty bad. The whole well, all of Mexico honestly, like a lot of cities over there just fucking caught up in some shit that is just very fucking tragic needless mm. violence, I don't know. There's a big uh, femic- fem- femicide thing going on over there, too. And uh, in Juarez, a couple years. And even till this day, like, a lot of fucking women go missing. And nobody does, like, a thing to even, like, try and find them or find out what's going on. It's been a huge thing there for a while, too, which is very unfortunate. But I don't know, it sucks, because the people, like, from there are super nice, like, humble, hardworking people, and they're just caught up in all this nasty shit. Uh, my dad had this cousin who used to own, like, a little convenience store type thing over there in Juarez. And some fools came and tried to, like, tax him. Like, hey, like, like pay us this much. Like, every so often, and like, we'll let you slide. And this fool told them no. And, like, a couple days later, they just went out and just aired that shit out and just took him out. So it's just like innocent people just get caught up in like all this fucking crazy bullshit, which is very unfortunate. But I mean, over the years, it's kind of it's kind of died down a bit. You st- you still hear a lot about it, but it's not as bad as it used to be. Like it was like a fucking war zone there at one point. Like, it was like when you were,
0: your parents were there?
1: Uh, When my parents were there, it wasn't bad. It wasn't really bad. I mean, it was bad, but when they were like growing up there, they said it wasn't like nowhere near where it is today. Because back then, uh, my dad used to run around with, like, the little the little barrio cholos and all that stuff. And he said that was, like, the the worst thing you had to worry about back then. They grew up, like, 70s, 80s. And, uh, yeah, they said it was just, like, little, like, fucking cholo fucking shit. But then all the the big drug stuff started going down. Like, all, like, those cholo barrios, they, they don't even exist anymore, really. Yeah, they're all, Damn. like... They all got just... They had to make way for all the fucking big fucking guns. I guess. Was it crazy
0: when you went the couple times?
1: Uh, I never seen like no crazy shit. They did. These cops did try to tax us. We got stopped, and they were like, "Oh, like how much money you guys got?" And like, we'll let you go. But I don't know. You just gotta fucking I don't know. It's crazy. You just gotta stand your ground and be like, "No, we're fucking dipping." Like all we do is just like, "No," and just drove off. Like. But yeah, they try and tax you. And like the, the shitty thing over there is you really don't have anybody to turn to. Like you can't go to the cops because they're just as bad. But yeah, it's a crazy little town. It's crazy. But yeah, my parents are from there. Uh, my whole family is from over there my mom, my dad. Little Romeo and Juliet story, too, uh, talking about the whole Cholo, low barrios and stuff. My dad was a part of this one barrio, and my mom, uh, she wasn't a part of none of that, but her siblings, like her brother and her sister, too, her sister's. Was- Little chola. Shout out my tia. Mm-hmm. But uh, they were uh, rival barrios, my dad and my mom's family. And uh, yeah, my mom met my dad, and they, they ended up clicking and all this. And my dad had to like sneak into the neighborhood to try and go see her. And sometimes they would like catch him and like just beat the shit out of him or stuff like that. But yeah. he stuck through. and But he stuck through. And like, LHFA, here we are. You'll leave forever. Yeah. Going yeah. strong. That's crazy. What what would
0: you say is your favorite part about going to Ciudad and like uh that? For sure, all that? seeing
1: like all the family I have over there is like top. Uh both of my grandma's are over there still. So I always like to go see them, visit them. Just like all the family I have over there. Cousins, Dios, Diaz. And uh the food. The food is fucking incredible. So good. Way better than Zans? Oh fuck, hell, <laughs> Come I know, on. I come that. on. <laughs> Yeah, the food's good. You're dude, like you supervise like, this? You literally walk down, like, any street, and, like, there's a little food stand. You get whatever. You get a little... Some flauta, some taquitos. What's some a pizza. what's a flauta? It's just taquitos. Rolled tacos.
0: Rolled tacos plain, dude. dude.
1: Rolled tacos plain. But, uh... Yeah, no, it's cool. I enjoy going over there. I enjoy. Very unfortunate situation in Mexico right now. And it has been for a while, but...
0: Is it is it hard... To get in or coming no, back in? we've
1: never really had any issues getting in or getting out. Uh, yeah, no, we've never had any issues. We got stopped at the border coming back once because I I didn't have my passport at the time. I didn't get it through the mail in time before we were supposed to go. But I had, like, all my other IDs, like my fucking driver's license. And then they asked for my school ID to, like, prove that I was from the fucking the U.S. And, like, I gave everything and they were just like, all right, you could go. Yeah, no real issues, I guess. I don't know. Maybe just when we snuck in that, uh, when we smuggled in like the two cases of Russian AK 47s mm-hmm. but that went off without. Is
0: attributing to the war over there? <laughs> no, um, just kidding. Is it pretty over there?
1: There's some pretty spots, but uh, or is it just like a town. It's like I'm
0: they're, thinking they're, more like Central America bullshit. No, no, there's Not there's bullshit. actually
1: really beautiful spots and uh, the the. Ciudad Juárez is, is in the state of Chihuahua, and the state of Chihuahua has fucking like just beautiful like mountainscapes and stuff like that. It's nice, but in Juárez, it's just like just picture the desert. Honestly, it's just a desert over there. Just uh, little houses. There's some nice areas, but just like a little little run downtown kind of favela like in some spots. You places. ever uh,
0: you ever uh, hang out in El Paso?
1: Uh, I haven't hung out there too much. Uh, we usually, every time we go over there, we just uh, hang out in Juarez, just because that's where most of the families at. But no, El Paso is super nice, though. Like next time I go, I kind of, I kind of want to explore El Paso a bit too, just because it looks really nice. And I know I, t- I told you this last time too, but what's crazy too is how they're it's El Paso and Juarez, and they're like right next to each other, they're, like border. And Juarez is, like, considered one of the most, like, dangerous places in the world. And El Paso, on the other hand, is one of the safest cities in America, which is fucking crazy. Like, right next to each other. I don't know how that works. It's bananas.
0: Nah, um, Sage, he was saying, because he's he's two hours away from us. He says that El Paso is ten hours from them. From? From Coachella Valley? Coachella,
1: yeah. And I yeah, looked it up and long. it was not it's wrong. Long. It's it's like ten, I think. Yeah, it's like ten hours.
0: Let's just do it one day,
1: dude. Let's go to me, see your dad. You gotta. We'll you. go to my grandma's house. Turn up.
0: They're gonna look at me and be like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, here? Come on, bro. My you know, eighth. Jefe
1: got the white skin too.
0: Oh yeah, the eighth.
1: The eighth in you. The my toe is about to come
0: out. <laughs> I'll be like, um, "Do you guys have super fries here?" <laughs>
1: you guys have fries? <laughs> you guys Can have I burritos? get real tacos, please?
0: That's crazy. I didn't know that, like, burritos is Americanized. Like, American Yeah, thing.
1: like, it, it's it's like a Mexican dish, too. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like a border dish. Like, a border dish. Because, I guess... Well, I know I hear a lot of different stories. But one of the things I've heard is that uh, when, like... People from Mexican border towns would cross over to to do like agriculture work over here. Now, like the the agriculture bosses over here, like were just like, yeah, Mexicans like just fucking beans and tortillas. So they would just give them like a big ass tortilla and beans, and like these fools were just like, ah, eh, just fucking roll it up and make a big ass taco, I guess. And burritos were invented. Um. So
0: stop me if it if I'm ever. Too much, but I'm gonna be that white guy asking <laughs> a lot of it. a lot of stuff that I don't know about Mexican culture. Yeah. Um. I remember you, Ray, and Julio, and like being in the chat, like figuring out like where you guys are from. Like, yeah. Like what kind of what? Did, what would you say? The Chihuahuan or like the Chihuahuense? It's Chihuahuense? Yeah. Oh, that's how you. Okay. Is like, that oh, is that what
1: he's Chihuahuense.
0: Yeah. Is that what you are? You would be technically.
1: Uh, Yeah, I guess. Well, I know you guys
0: are really talking like, oh, where you guys come from and all that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, my family would be, they're like, oh, yeah, he's Chihuahuense. He's from Juarez. Julio, I believe, where are you telling me he was from? Oh, fuck. I think he said he was from Nayarit, which I don't know how I would refer to that. Nayarit. Where is is (laughs) that from? That's a little further central, I guess. Like, Quattus is a little more border. It's, well, it is border. And 9th would be, you know, going deeper into the territory. I don't know exactly where, but, but I know it's a little deeper in. And, like, I don't know where race from. I think I've asked him before, but I forgot.
0: Fucking Fucking Idaho
1: Falls. <laughs> 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 I'm
0: just kidding. Um no that, that stuff's very I like I like learning I, I I like being a historian and learning about stuff yeah it's kind of like taking a backseat to all of it you know I don't want to like that's yeah. like with well, this podcast um I kind of just let you speak I don't want to like
1: yeah um oh yeah it's a very uh rich culture very a lot of stuff I don't want
0: history that white guy tokenizing and being <laughs> like. Oh, this is so cool, Like fucking
1: that's cool. It's, it's a be- I, I think it's uh I uh I very I, I'm very appreciative appreciative of where I come from and my roots and stuff. And I'm very proud to be like a young Chicano
0: man here and that's actually a good segue way I, I wanted to bring up like how how deeply connected you are to it. Like yeah. Like we just played the show the other day. Oh yeah, you showed up in your voltas. In
1: The Votas, yeah. It's been a long time, i I've been waiting for like just the right time to bring the Votas out. But yeah, I was like, "Fucking maybe today," and that's cool. A little painful. I might have to buy a new pair of voltas. You pays
0: and want yours.
1: I might sell them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but
0: it's it's dope. I like when people being. Uh, I like when people are like connected to the roots. Yeah. I unfortunately cannot do that because. My people are brought up in hate and blood and... Yeah. Which no, I think I mean, everybody's... Regardless,
1: is- I think you should still be proud of, like, where you come from. And, like, yeah, despite, like, uh, errors throughout history that, like, you know, white people have made in the past, you know, they're fucking... It's one of those things where, like, you can't generalize a whole group of people for, like, the actions of some, even though, like, throughout history, it's been, like, very consistent. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> which, which is I, the thing. I yeah.
0: appreciate you trying to, like, like justify yeah. me being proud to be white but uh, no, no yeah
1: it's just a weird thing yeah like it, it's weird you can't go around saying like white i'm proud white pride or something like no that. yeah, it's just yeah a weird no thing. no it's just it's tainted yeah like yeah i know I, no. get, I get you though i get you
0: I, I like uh you know i like learning about all of it i like being in touch but i'm glad i i really uh inspired by you for being very in touch with uh, who you are and what you're from and what you were raised on.
1: Yeah. No, I I try to. It's I don't know it's a beautiful thing. Like, you got to recognize your roots and where you come from. But, uh, yeah, I mean, my parents being from over there, they came over here. Uh, when my mom got pregnant with my uh, older brother, they came over here, settled over here in fucking Victorville because uh, my great-grandparents were over here at the time. They... Yeah, my great-grandparents were, like, the uh, the Ceballos family settlers of the high desert. Like, they came over here, and then... What, one, what, what year? A while ago, maybe, like, a couple years before my mom got pregnant with my older brother, so, like, early 90s, I'd say. Damn. Yeah, they were over here early 90s, and then, yeah, like, they were over here, and they were kind of, like, the heads of the family, so little by little, like, My parents came over here, my fucking, my uh, dad's like uncles came over here, you know, like everyone just from, well not everyone, but a good amount of family from over there just follow the grandparents over here, so. I actually have uh, a lot of, a lot of family up here in the desert, which is cool. Yeah, so my family, my parents came over here, uh, gave birth to me and my brothers, we've all, we're all born over here, but my parents didn't speak like English really so uh, growing up all we spoke was spanish at the house until i started going to school me and my older brother we started going to school and that's when we started learning uh, english and uh so my parents did this thing where, like okay like that way you guys pick up like the language faster when you're here at your house like talk to your brothers like you guys talk to each other in english so you guys could pick it up faster so at the house like me and my brother we would talk to each other in english and yeah we picked up we picked up the language pretty quick thankfully I only took, like, uh, what are the classes? The ELD classes for, like, the Spanish speakers. Yeah, I only E-L-A. had to take, uh, yeah, ELA. I only had to take, like, I think, like, one class in elementary, and after that, I was, I was kind of sad. I don't know. I like to read and write. And even when I was little, like, I used to just fucking read, like, random-ass books like crazy. The Dr. Seuss books, fucking crazy. My little brown ass would be like, what the fuck is this? you yeah, like,
0: hop on pop? <laughs> hop on pop? That's nuts. You see that? They're banning those books. Really? They ban those books because Hop on Pop promotes violence against parental figures. (laughs) I'm like, shut the fuck up. Come on, bro. And, like, Lorax is banned because of the anti-logging view. (laughs) I'm like, I feel like people are making shit up at this point. Yeah, it's a crazy world we live in
1: today. But, yeah, no, uh. Started off speaking strictly Spanish, picked up English going to school, but I mean, yeah, just being at home and family and uh, growing up in Victorville too, I was surrounded by a lot of Chicano kids too, so it was kind of, it wasn't really too much of an obstacle, I guess, to 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 like keep my culture like present in my head. Until I got to fucking Apple Valley High School, that's when it kind of became an issue.
0: Yeah, that's what Adolento, it was like I just felt more like in place with like those the like being around like those people and like just like the those people um being around like the culture over there. Yeah. And that's why I like the diversity. I I grew up being the, the hot Cheeto girl <laughs> eating that shit at like seven AM. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was eating Takis at like seven AM in the morning. Fuck that shit. And it hurts. It hurts, yeah. And like drinking Haritos and all that. <laughs> I wouldn't. My white ass would be like, "Um, do you guys have Dr Pepper?
1: Y'all got Dr. Doc- uh, what is it, Mr. Pib? <laughs> Y'all got I Pib can't Pib get into Manzanita Soul. I tried. Oh man, that was so good. There's another one too. It's called like Shiverad. That one's fire too. I, w-
0: I wish you weren't working today, so we can go to Viarta.
1: I might call off. Do no, it. Man, I can't. I can't. I gotta work you going to spill your coffee bro I gotta provide for my kids, dude um oh yeah, that's another thing I have uh six kids. people don't know that I think it's pretty average for your age, yeah, but uh yeah, I know uh always big on culture and uh have you,
0: have you ever felt like'm trying to see like you mentioned Apple Valley, did you ever like feel like that um your culture's never been representative uh, like the right way and best in, or like oh, represented yeah. most more? Like as in like there's not a lot of like this uh, brown pride going on?
1: Oh yeah, I've always felt like throughout my whole life there's always been like a lack of representation like in just a lot of aspects of this country. Yeah, for sure. I mean, not just like Mexican culture, but just like any fucking, any type of People of color culture is very uh well it goes it goes back to like the whole systemic fucking racism thing it's all it's all very systemically oppressed that's just how this fucking country It's how it is it's from the very beginning uh, i'm taking a i'm actually taking a fucking mexican american history class right now at school and we're talking about just this very topic about how uh this country is just founded on uh well the constitution when you think about the constitution it's literally just Meant for to protect white people, rich white people, and rich white people's properties, like the whole like right to bear arms that was put in place, so white people could fucking shoot Indians and natives who were trying to steal their shit. Steal with you know is a very crazy word to even use too, because to steal back their own shit, I guess would be the the right word. But yeah, like the Constitution is like super outdated. Like this country was just founded on protecting rich white people rich white folks and uh it's like that to this day
0: yeah that's it i'm recently watching breaking Bad again and hearing yeah. hank say some of the yeah. shit he says <laughs> it makes fucking my hank. fucking hurt it makes my soul hurt i Dude. think hank's a dope heel i think he's like a piece of shit yeah but hank's like crazy. every time he talks to his partner gomez <laughs> yeah. i'm like bro it kills boy. me it kills me go me. what he's all, me what did he say about the bet
1: the beaner. He, he was like... Yeah, because the, in the first episode, the the guy they were going after had like a like a Asian first name, I think, or like Asian last name, or like a Mexican first name.
0: Asian last name in them.
1: Something, yeah. And he's like, oh, like... He's all like... Betting, like, how much you want to bet, like, he's a beaner or something like that. And
0: then they bet, and then he's like, it's Emilio, like, Asian last name. He's all, I'll give you 10, because first name is... Half make, Yeah I'm he's half busy. a beaner
1: Or some shit like that I'm like Oh, oh my god damn it! Yeah Hank is fucking
0: I honestly though Fucking love that fool <laughs> Dude I'm that, glad you say it Cause I won't I didn't want to say yeah, it and no, be his, like, his
1: character arc in that show Is crazy
0: I Like when he's What is he He's shitting He just loses He's, he's losing it Cause he figures it out While He's just like Having a heart attack he's like <laughs> Oh, man. Is that where he blow? He blows up on the turtle, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, wait, what but, happened?
0: His leg gets fucked up?
1: No. Uh, Hank? He, he gets fucked up when the twins try and come after him.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: That shit was crazy, too. Like, after that, that whole incident is what, like, changed his whole character. And that's when I start to like him. Because, like, the first two seasons, I was like, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, no, that show's sick. I could talk about that show for hours.
0: Um, but bet yeah, so being, um, being connected to your roots, you mentioned and told me about this, but I want you to talk about it. Going through Apple Valley High School.
1: Yeah, Apple Valley was a fucking trip. Uh, well, it's like I said, like I like growing up, I didn't really have a, a lot of difficulty, really, because I was always surrounded with. A diverse groups of people a lot of chicanos mexicans and i was just always uh i would hang out with my cousins often like you know just always surrounded by the culture and then uh we moved to fucking the city of apple valley my freshman year of high school and so i started going to apple valley high school and that whole city and that whole high school is very uh it's predominantly like white probably like 80 percent white kids and the other 20 percent is just scattered amongst the rest but uh Yeah, that was for sure a big, uh, big thing. A lot of went through a lot of stuff there. But I know we talked about this—the whole fucking change that happened. uh, All these uh, my freshman and sophomore year, uh, all the a lot of the white kids there were super big on like the whole skateboarding scene. But they were they were ride like scooters like a lot. Like they were super big on skateboarding and scooters and all that stuff. So when I first started going there, I was like, "Oh, this isn't too bad." Like these fools are fine like i like skateboarding sometimes it's cool and then uh, the whole trump campaign started it started gaining traction people started going all crazy over it and the whole school like changed like overnight like it went all these kids who were like into skateboarding scooters and all that stuff like showed up after like the next day and they were all different they're all like super like rednecky, like just fucking like they turn into like just these giant fucking redneck assholes and like they were fucking like when I say redneck assholes like I'm not like exaggerating. Like they were they would show up with like the flannels and fucking the boots. There's that incident with the guy that showed up with the Confederate flag belt yeah, buckle.
0: Yeah, yeah you mentioned that what happened with that?
1: Yeah this fool showed up like this big ass white fool this tall fool showed up school with like a Confederate flag belt buckle and this uh, this young fool tried to step up to him and was like, hey, like that shit's wrong. Like it makes me uncomfortable, like this and that. And this white fool just like grabbed him and just started beating the shit out of him. And it was crazy. It was on the news. It what was, happened to the nuts. white fool? I don't know. He got like suspended or something.
0: Suspended. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: That's literally like, I think that like, you, if you think about it, that could be a hate crime maybe. No, yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 But yeah, he is crazy. It's on the news. And uh, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff like that. Like uh, this, I remember this one fool pulled up with his truck, like just waving the flag. Like he had the flag on his truck, the Confederate flag. But uh, he didn't get in trouble. They just told him like, hey, just take it down. Just don't let it happen again.
0: Literally, That's so like, crazy.
1: It's nuts. But like all these Mexican fools, they would come coming with like graphic tees with just like like, kind of like the graffiti art graphic tees and we get in trouble. Like, you guys can't wear that. It's getting affiliated or, like...
0: Really? Yeah. I feel... Yeah, the only time I got in trouble for wearing something is when my shirt said fuck on it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was nuts. Like, fools could wave around and wear Confederate merch, but...
0: Confederate merch?
1: <laughs> 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 sounds so Confederate crazy. Confederate merch. Dude, they got the Confederate merch stands over there in Apple Valley. The Trump merch stands. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it was definitely crazy going there. It was like a shock. And it was uh, sad, too, because there was a lot of uh, Hispanic kids there. And when the whole thing started, like, even they started kind of, like, shying away from, like, their own color and their own culture to try and kind of, like, fit in, which was very unfortunate and sad.
0: Latinos for Trump? (sighs) Oh, yeah oh yeah that's there's crazy a, there's a few of those did the did the females or like other people also change with it too
1: oh yeah All, a lot of the, the little thus were the whole redneck craze as well no fucking was it stagecoach
0: stagecoach yeah Trump's making a speech stagecoach
1: let's go to stagecoach Sorry.
0: they're like they're like, oh, am, oh my god did you get your tan from stagecoach last weekend
1: in the summer go to Havasu fucking
0: Get fucked up. We know one person that goes to Havasu a lot. She what, probably is a Trump person.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably is.
0: Oh, everyone, everyone seen Top Gun, grew out the mustache.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Dude, the Bass Pro hat was like...
1: Oh, man. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I had a Bass Pro hat. Me, too. It was pretty nice, but I never wore it. But, yeah. Was, dude, they're only five bucks. Dude, I know. We, we went to Bass Pro. I, I was down there with some friends, and, like, we went to Bass Pro, and we seen, like, all the hats. I think we bought, like, fucking 20 hats. We bought, like, each color, and we just got home, and we we're just fucking around. But, yeah, no, Having fun with hats. Having fun with the Bass Pro hats. Yeah, Apple Valley was a trip. Like, administration was all fucked up, too. They were very, uh... I don't know, it's just all fucked. Shout out Julio's sister though. My, yeah, that So counselor. what happened you reconnected yeah, with I him? had a my counselor through most of high school is this old white bitch. Uh she was really mean, really fucked up. She offered no type of counseling, no help. And uh me and my friends, we were going around asking people like, is this like is she just like this? But I guess a lot of the uh a lot of the people with, you know, whiter skin had nothing but good things to say about her and people with, like, some diversity, some color. Uh, they had bad things to say about her. So, you know, obviously we're, it came to the thought that, hey, maybe she's a little, little racist or something. But, yeah, she was a bitch, and, like, I believe it. Like, she was fucking, like, I would go in there with, like, some serious issues, like, hey, like, I need help with this, this, that. And she would just, like, just turn me away. She'd be like, no, like, you're just doing this to yourself. Like, you're complaining, like, whatever, fuck you, this and that yeah, I was a bad kid in high school, kind of, but I wasn't a fucking terrible student, like, I, I, I was pretty smart, I got my work done, and, like, when I went to ask for help, like, it was for things, like, I genuinely needed help with, but she did not give a fuck, and, uh, yeah, so the, like, towards the, the last stages of high school, I, I got a switch to a different counselor, very kind woman, who ended up being, uh, Oh, yeah, and she helped me a lot. Like, everything I needed help with, like, throughout all of high school, like, she offered me, like, all that help within, like, a month, which was amazing. And uh, she was a a Hispanic woman, which made it a lot more comfortable, too. And uh, a couple years later, come to find out that that is Julio's sister, who I currently play in a band with, which is fucking mind-blowing. And I seen her at the show, at the Wisecrack show. I was like, "Oh, what the heck? What are you doing here? No way." to find out it's Julio's sister and I'm like, "What?" Yeah, that's a, I think I've such so a cool thing.
0: I don't know, I don't know if I met her like besides that point, but I just you can just look at her and just be like, "Oh yeah, that's Julio's." Sister. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you told me you're like I think she's like related to Julio some way. Yeah, no. That was a high school experience. That's Yeah, just growing up in Apple Valley. And, I mean, even anywhere, like, you come across certain situations where, like, it's, you get discriminated against or just profiled in certain ways. And it sucks. But at the end of the day, you can't let shit like that kind of bring you down or make you feel ashamed of who you are. Because I'm not going to lie. There's definitely been some times throughout my life where I'm like, man, maybe I was a – I wish I was a couple shades lighter. But this is crazy because – uh. I've faced a lot of, like, color uh, colorism comments from, like, mostly Mexican fools. like Colorism? W- like, oh, you fucking brown motherfucker. Or, like, oh, you dark-skinned motherfucker. From, like, Mexican fools who are just, like, a little lighter than me. And people don't talk about that often, but Mexico's fucking racist as fuck, too. There's really? There, yeah, there's a huge, like, colorist thing over there, too. It's like, if you're white-skinned, you're at the top. If you're fucking brown as shit, you're... They call you like a fucking indio and all this shit, which is nuts. It's pretty bad over there too.
0: Damn, I I'll didn't be know that. the
1: first one. Well, I'm not the first one to say it, but I'll bring attention to that as well. As uh, Mexico has a lot of work to do in that department as well, which is crazy.
0: Damn, I did not know that. that yeah, is-
1: I faced a lot of uh, a lot of comments, inappropriate comments from my own peoples, which is crazy. Damn, uh, family too. Really? Yeah. That's LAI. crazy. That's no, why El Jefe is El Jefe. El Jefe's El Hefe's elite white skin, white skin.
0: <laughs> Was he? He's El, Salvador, El Salvadorian. Sal- right? <laughs> that's what you told me, right? No, he's not. I. What, what's that all about? What, what? What's the What's the funny part about that? About what? Um, the whole being El Salvadorian. Oh
1: well, there's just oh there's just this like stupid. That's another thing too about like Hispanic Latin cultures. Like there's just crazy like tension with mexico and like central america and like they all fucking hate each other like they're all fucked up to each other like like the the way uh the way people here in uh, the united states feel about like mexican immigrants coming in to the country that's how mexicans feel about central americans coming into mexico and then that's how central americans feel about further south central americans coming into their like it's just one big fucking ladder like it's crazy it's fucked up yeah, there's a lot of, like, people like crack jokes. Like, I don't know. Some people take it as jokes. Some people get mad about it. But they'll go up to, like, fucking, like, Central American fools and be like, oh, you're Mexican, huh? Like, you're Mexican. You speak Spanish. Damn. And it's like a big old thing. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. but It's crazy. This world is just fucked.
0: Yeah, it sounds, sounds fucked up. Well, I know yeah. it is fucked up. People are getting their carts fucked up. People are like you're like fucking their shit up and just Yeah.
1: It's ma- madness. Yeah, I don't know. Despite all that, you gotta find beauty and where you come from and just be comfortable in your own skin and just you be you gotta be the change, you know? It starts with somebody.
0: And it starts with Chewie when he fucking No, just kidding me. <laughs> I was yeah, trying to make you seem like, uh, like some uh, Martin Luther King <laughs> for Victorville.
1: Yeah, come to my fucking. Sp- I'm having a speech at At, at work today. At Cardenas and 7th Street. I've or never no, been. 7th Street. That's the Guadalajara. Yeah, I'm having a speech at Guadalajara and 7th Street. Yeah, I
0: used to fuck it up over there. The chips over there.
1: it's so good there. All the shit
0: there is fire. Now I'm just a fire at the. I stay in the cocina.
1: Viarata's fire. At
0: I wish I'm a, I'm about to go get food there. Dude. I'm gonna be like, yeah, can I get, can uh, I get a torta please? Can I get two chicharronas <laughs> quesadillas, please?
1: Oh. It's fire. Um Yeah, that's that's uh that's it, you know. Just so be proud of where you come from.
0: To get off onto a lighter subject. We're gonna hit the the second half Oh, I kinda like the last bit of this.
1: Winding down.
0: Um Uh everyone said that I stole this from Josh, his podcast. <laughs> But um Who's Josh. Y- y'all can yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Y'all can fuck off because these are pretty basic, like 21 questions. Common question, yeah. Um your favorite racist joke, you know. Oh uh, no, man. don't don't say that, don't say <laughs> I'm just that. Kidding. Um uh, the real shit. question is favorite band.
1: Favorite band. Ah uh,
0: you've done this three times now.
1: Dude, I don't know. I was going to name off all the stickers on your fucking thing. <laughs> Probably Thrasher, Pharmacy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Dickies. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I, ta- I talked about it right now. I'm on like... I've been listening to a lot of Hombres que the Spanish band. A lot of you may know them by the classic The a Mi Chica.
0: See, I know them as Hombres G.
1: Ombres G. Yeah, Which when you kept saying
0: hey, I was like, You're like what, what the fuck that? are you saying? Like <laughs> hey? Like but
1: nah, yeah, they're sick. They're amazing. It a fucking awesome band. That 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 track is fire, but they have so much good shit.
0: I think we were on um we were driving to um fuck. We were in Portland and then yeah. or we we're like driving back somewhere, and Wanz was like, he said, Charlie, you you know this one. And it was just like Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that track. But yeah, now, that, they, they got fire shit. Uh, other
1: bands. I know I mentioned I was big on suicidal tendencies when I was younger.
0: Dude, they're lucky. They're awesome. They're they're mean. They used to, um, they used to be a gang called the Suicidals. Yeah. And they would Fuck people up and in in like. Where are they Venice, from? Venice, yeah. Venice Beach, just fuck people up and like. If you read the book, um, "The Hepatized Bathtub," the um, Fat Mike talks about like. <sighs> hey, yeah, will yeah. Mike Mir? Yeah. And like them just fucking this dude up, throwing him in the trunk, and then just them just like <laughs> driving around town, just hanging out.
1: That's so sick. I mean that's fucked up, but it's kind of sick.
0: Dude, he's like yoked in like one of the photos. He's just like mean looking. But
1: yeah, looking at like all the uh, live shows of them, they look fucking scary.
0: Did your parents hate that you would worse? Yeah, South uh, my mom.
1: Uh, my mom went through this like crazy, not crazy, but kind of like strict religious fucking phase for a little bit when we were younger. And, like, any any type of, like, shit like that, like, just because of the word, like, suicidal, she was like, this is terrible, like, don't listen to this. And, like, my older brother would get in trouble for listening to uh, uh fucking, oh, my God, it literally just slipped my mind. Odd Future? No, not Odd feature. Oh, no. Uh, When I was into Odd Future, she was over that whole fucking phase, and she didn't care. Uh, System of Down. Yeah, she would get mad at like System of Down. She's like, this sounds Yo. terrible. This is like <laughs> devil music and like just, I don't know, any any worldly type things. Uh, we had a bunch of Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh cards and like she threw them all away because they're like, she was like, this is demonic shit.
0: What the it was, fuck? It was wild.
1: Why? It was wild. Dude, the church almost had her. The church almost had her. They almost brainwashed her. Luckily, Yoli's a strong woman and she still, uh, very, uh, not super religious, but she's religious, but she's not fucking extreme like that. She just used to go to a really shitty church. What church? I don't remember. I cannot remember. A lot of childhood stuff is like very patchy and blurry, but yeah, she went through that phase. Uh, yeah, I get in trouble for listening to a couple of those bands. So I stopped listening to that type of music for a while, uh, reconnected after a couple of years and, uh, yeah, other bands. Uh, I like David Bowie a lot, solo artist. But he's I got like so David much Bowie. fucking music. Fucking those early, those early records are fucking amazing. Uh, recently, Crudos, fucking love Crudos. They're fucking amazing.
0: Crudos, son. Crudos, son.
1: Yeah, they're sick. Uh, what else? Other bands. Uh, probably fucking. Nah, never mind. I was gonna air some people out, but yeah, I don't know. I just it just depends. Oh, Sublime, Sublime's classic. Oh, that's like just you know being in the high desert, California. You gotta love Sublime.
0: Whenever I hear someone shit talk Sublime, dude, I wanna like fucking shoot them.
1: I worked at OG this cook. I used to work with, and like we all we would always like we listened to like most of the same type of shit. We'd like just go through whole shifts listen to like Deftones records. <laughs> And I put on Sublime once and he was like, bro, I hate Sublime. Like, this shit sucks. Y'all, y'all. I was like, damn, Corporate, bro. we need to fire blah, 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 blah. I was like, wow, uh, there's something in the walk-in, I think, I need your help with. Fucking oh, Drop a fucking box of cantaloupes on his head.
0: Um, uh, I got I gotta, the when I was younger, I can't, I can't remember if it was like third or fourth grade, fifth grade maybe. I had the big Seuss All-Tennessee's possessed skate shirt, the giant like playground. Uh Oh, so yeah, I remember my my teachers just losing their shit when I wore it, and I was at the school my mom went to, and she's uh, like, "Why would?" They were like, "Why would you even <laughs> let him walk out of the house on that She's like, "Cause he likes it."
1: Damn. Yeah, that shirt. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we got it at Hot time. Topic. Hot Topic was a spot I, I bought a Art of future shirts from there. We have, I had the donut one, the OF. Yeah, the OF. I had one that just had, like, the, the whole OF, W, fucking all that shit. I wanted
0: one of the Upside Down Cross so bad. Dude, I had the, the, uh,
1: the socks. I had a sock, a pair of socks with, like, the Upside Down Cross thing. And then I had the little cat, too. The cat they used to have. This cat, I still have it on my phone. Yeah, I've had damn. this since, like, fucking freshman year. That sticker? Oh, MF Doom. I, I enjoy MF Doom. Not a band, but. Amazing. Yo, MF Doom. It's fantastic. Uh Parasites. I've been listening to a lot of Parasites recently as well. I like that band. They're sick. Uh yeah, I don't know. A lot of different bands. Just can't.
0: Just an all-around music band. Just an enjoy. all-around,
1: like just whatever's good, I'll fuck with it. Favorite artist, Olivia Rodrigo. No, just kidding.
0: Dude, you need to cop these the suicide tendencies dickies. What? You like it? Yeah. What the fuck? I like these more.
1: Oh yeah, those are nicer, dude. What the hell? I'm copping.
0: You can get the shorts. The shorts. Yeah, you, know, you can get the the windbreaker. I've always wanted the work shirt. The work shirt is tight. Just, just okay. So, with the favorite music, there's gotta be some bands you hate. Yeah, Cell Damage. I'm glad people don't blow smoke up their ass anymore.
1: <laughs> no, no, not cell damage. I'll spare them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not cell damage is cool. Uh yeah, I said I can't get into fucking Fallout Boy. I don't enjoy Fallout Boy. I don't enjoy ACDC. Uh such
0: a goddamn shame. <laughs> that band is so good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, I don't think they're bad a bad band. It's just not my thing, and I just can't listen to them. No, I don't blame you. Uh,
0: the the Fallout Boy and all that, that's kind of hard to get into. ACDC, I can see, like, LFA blasting them oh, too much. Oh, he
1: loves it, yeah. He fucking loves ADC, ACDC. LFA loves all that shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cell damage is it's your number one? Cell damage number one. Uh, reclaim.
0: Dude. No, that's why good. we ended it, because you were like, you guys just, fucking suck. Dude, just
1: the licks. I fucking hate the licks.
0: <laughs> you said you hate the licks? You going to be real with them? So. Uh, who else? Yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't know if I like how, just so,
0: hate- how was the Licks takeover at Apple Valley?
1: Oh yeah, the, there was a the whole Licks craze at Apple Valley High School because uh, uh, what's his name Thomas went there. I don't know if somebody else from the band went there too. But yeah, like it's fucking crazy. I don't hate the Licks by the way. It's just a joke. They they put out pretty pretty cool stuff, I suppose. Yeah, our father, he but, was like uh, a nice yeah. There was, like, this big old craze at school when they were blowing up, like, and it was annoying as fuck because, like, fucking fools who I knew for a fact, like, had nothing to do with their, like, didn't know nobody from it would be like, oh, Licks, yeah, Thomas is my boy. Or, like, oh, yeah, so-and-so's my boy. Like, I know, like, that's, that's, my, that's my clique, this and that. And then when I met Chad, when I first started hanging out with Chad, I started asking. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember the licks. Like, uh, I know so-and-so said, like, he was cool with you guys. And Chad would be like, who the fuck is that? And like, so-and-so, so-and-so said this. Like, who the fuck is that? So-and-so said this. Who the fuck is that? And there was a lot of, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a weird craze. But people love them. They were fucking all over that shit. My little brother liked the licks a lot, too.
0: Mark Coco Puff was crowd surfing.
1: Yeah, I heard Mark Coco started the licks mosh pits every time. Hell yeah but Yeah I know I don't uh, Hate Too many bands There's just a lot of bands I can't really get into
0: That's fair um, Now let's do Your favorite gig And your worst gig You've ever ever played
1: Favorite gig Huh It could be A, a recital You performed at too For trumpet <laughs> Favorite gig Was the Winter concerts At University Prep <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that's cool stupid ass school goddamn uniform school all right you had to wear uniforms there yeah there's a a uniform like prep performing arts school so uh monday was like professional dress so you had to wear like the white button up with the tie but like every other day you just had to wear like black or khaki pants and uh one of their school polos i kind of like the khaki pants with the the black polo gray polo mix though That didn't look too bad. But they just always <laughs> had you tuck your shirts in, too. But yeah, school was terrible. I got kicked out after eighth grade. That's how I ended up at Apple Valley High School. But favorite gig, I liked uh, when we played The Haven with Nobling that first time. was really fun. Cool gig. We were fucking jumping off the stage. It was fun. Uh, The first time we played Wisecrack was fucking sick. A, yeah, that was fun. Had all blast. the all the
0: photos that came from it was yeah, we sweet. got a
1: lot of pictures. That was cool. Uh, first time we played Transplants was cool. Big old stage. It was fucking scary, but I had a good time. Uh, oh, that's the time. Uh, Taj pulled up and just hooked us up. Oh yeah, with a bunch blast of food. That man, for real, that sure was good. Uh yeah, those are probably like the the best ones. Uh, yeah.
0: All right, now, the worst, the worst gigs you
1: <laughs> The worst of the worst is probably FTG, Santa Ana. Uh, that was like the third show we had with Heartthrob. Yeah, it was my first out-of-town show. I was super excited to finally play show I know out-of-town. we all rolled
0: deep in the van.
1: We were all rolling deep together in this van. We had a TV in the back. It was sick. I was hyping it up. I was telling this girl to pull up like, hey, pull up to this gig. She lived in the area. We got there. It was, wasn't looking good. The only people who were there was like the the fucking other bands. And it was like because of that whole mis the the misprint on the flyer or whatever, like the flyer they had promoting the show had like the wrong address on it and they didn't catch it till like an hour before the show, I think. So nobody showed up. It's pretty bad. I texted the girl, I was like, "Hey, just please don't come." Yeah, it was like, how many people were there? <laughs> I don't know. I'm telling you, I think it was like only the other bands and maybe like two people. God damn. It was bad. It was fun. It was a fun night, though. Uh, Met Belted Sweater? Huh? Met Belted Sweater. Oh, Belted Sweater. Yeah, that's right. No, Belt Sweater. So sick. Uh, Yeah, that one. Tonsa. little fucking house show we played.
0: Dude, we got fucking. We fucked us pretty bad. Yeah, we got fucked up on that one.
1: Brandon. Brandonzo, if you're listening. It's all your fault but I hope everything's good with you
0: he <laughs> <laughs> could be like that
1: oh yeah no, I like that kid he's cool hope he's doing good but he fucked us bad with that gig but yeah those are probably the two worst ones Riverside we played recently it was shitty it was a good show but I had a terrible time it was not very enjoyable but yeah those are probably the worst ones yeah, I think those are for sure the worst ones. Other than that, everything's been pretty cool.
0: Uh, here's to many more here's shitty and dumb more. shows. Yeah, uh, at the end of the
1: day, you just gotta have fun with it. Exactly.
0: And uh, on the final note, what is the ultimate goal for Chewy? What is to achieve? What is your ultimate goal in life?
1: Huh? <laughs> Well, many have asked, few have known, but no, I'm just kidding. I don't know, pretty uh, basic stuff, you know, just get myself to a position in life where I can live freely, live comfortably, provide for myself, my loved ones without having to worry about, you know, too much shit and just, you know, just make it somewhere. Feel accomplished with life. Feel like I fucking did something. Yeah. Pretty basic stuff, but you know, it's what you want. It's what I want out of life. I want to just do badass shit, have fun, and provide. I just want to hang out with my friends.
0: There you go. That's <laughs> that's a good goal. I I like that. I think that fits. Um, yeah.
1: But yeah, and then yeah back on the whole culture thing too just you know always be aware and conscious of who I am where I come from and always and try and bring attention to a lot of issues that go on with stuff like that which is why I also was super happy to to be invited to be a part of Away which is a fucking sick band
0: okay now being in Away how does that make you feel knowing that it's um it's, like, you're very heavily Spanish and Mexican. I oh, appreciate It's
1: amazing. It's fucking sick. I love it. Like, yeah, like, when uh, I first started hanging out, joined the band, and uh, you showed me uh, the original, like, OA demo, the four songs. And I was, like, immediately, like, this is fucking sick. Like, it's some of my favorite shit I've heard since, like, meeting all you guys. And I was blown away, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like, I fucking love this. And a couple months pass, and, you know, there's talks in the air about Away playing a little show or something. And Ray fucking asked me, hey, you want to play bass? I was like, oh my God, I was so thrilled. It all came full circle. But yeah, it's something, like, I, I'm so happy to be a part of, like, just because, like, everything we talked about, like, culture stuff and, like, just issues and all that. It's very, uh, you know, it's a Spanish band, firstly. And, like, everything that's talked about in a lot of the songs is just some fucking, like, like... Shit like I could not say better myself Like Julio's fucking I don't know That fool just knows Like he just knows what he's saying He knows what he's writing And it's some sick shit I'm glad to be a part of it I haven't uh, Was it I haven't
0: Gotten to translate all the lyrics And understand what it means
1: Yeah No it's, it's sick It's fucking awesome shit Important stuff It's real Real cool stuff Real powerful stuff Like you just you can fucking feel it too, like just listening to it, like hearing the music, like wow, this is some heavy shit, is powerful shit. So just being able to be a part of something like that. And like to now be able to like contribute stuff to that is just fucking awesome. Like, I think of it this way heartthrob is like hell yeah, super fun, like just fast shit. Like I have a blast with it. And like same with away, but away is like a a bit more of like on a personal level, you know? No, I get that which is which is pretty cool and yeah it's i didn't uh, touch on it earlier but like being like chicano and like i know uh, julio and ray and like all them like they they get it too but like chicano when you're chicano you, you it comes with like whether you want it or not like certain responsibilities like to you to your people to like just whoever like i found myself like back to the whole kitchen thing uh in positions where i see like some of these uh workers who are like you know older mexican guys who just only speak spanish like you know they not not a word of english who uh have been trying to get like people like employers trying to take advantage of them and like i hear it and like they don't they don't hear us they don't understand what's going on and so it puts you in a position like you're the one who could step in and like stop this or like help them or like you know because you have you know both languages and so, early on, like, working in restaurants, like, I found, like, I, you know, sometimes you have to take up that responsibility of trying to, like, help people who are getting fucked over, because, and they have no idea they're getting fucked over, so you're the only one who could, like, do something about it. So, I've had a couple encounters, a couple incidents with stuff like that. OGs was a big thing. That's one of the big things I I left OGs, too, because the whole, uh... Big old thing, they were trying to fuck over like the whole kitchen staff with some uh these paperwork, but they only printed all the paperwork in English, and they just passed it out, and they are like, yeah, everyone signed this. And I read all the paperwork, and it was some fucking bonkers shit. Like, they were fucking us over like, like bad. So I told everybody in the kitchen, I was like, hey, like, this is what this paperwork says. Like, personally, I'm not going to sign it. It's fucked up. If I were you guys, I wouldn't sign it. I'm just letting you know what it says. So yeah, I got the whole kitchen fucking staff not to sign that shit, and the the employer was like, uh, "Yeah, I'm just gonna print out some uh, Spanish copies for you." And he never did, and he just never asked us about it again, which Damn. is cool. But yeah, so being a being fluent in both languages, being a Chicano, being like involved in like just your Mexican culture and like American culture is like. Comes with certain responsibi- responsibilities that a lot of people don't. Uh, yeah, I know about. know about that. Yeah.
0: Damn, that's fucking crazy.
1: So, yeah. And I feel like this band is a fucking amazing opportunity to uh, really express things like that, you know, which is sick. I even tell uh, my coworkers right now, these old Mexican fools, because they ask me about the whole music stuff sometimes too. I joined away, and I was like, "Yo, like, I joined this band. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you guys some of this shit. Like, it's some, it's something they'll understand. Like, they can understand it. Like, they know what what's being said. It's all in Spanish, which is something about that's cool about that band too. Is that, uh I feel like it's something I could show like my family, like Heartthrob. I mean, I'll show Heartthrob, I, will show my family Heartthrob and stuff, and they like it and stuff. But they, they don't really like know like what's being said, really." As opposed to like a way I can show them and they understand and they like take it in and they're just like oh wow like this is cool so it's nice to be able to have something that I can show to like the Spanish speakers in my life you know it's a nice thing which is why I appreciate a way
0: oh yeah I think Ray and Julio are gonna appreciate you hearing that um, but on that note let's let's end it up with tie it, let's put a bow on it let's, put it to bed let's do this um. Any final words or sayings you are that you want to put out before we uh, hit end on the podcast?
1: Uh, listen to Away. Listen to Heartthrob. Amazing bands. Amazing people. Listen to everything. Pay attention to everything coming out of the desert right now. There's some badass shit happening here. People like to just overlook it, but there's amazing shit going on here. Everything that Brad does, everything he puts out, check it out. It's badass shit. Hard working man. Appreciate what he does. Just check his shit out. Support the scene. And yeah. Don't check me out. I live a private life. This is a this is the first and last time you guys are gonna get a word out of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, for real, just yeah, just support the scene. Just check everything out, you know, support the people. Trying to, trying to make something out here in the desert for you guys. So, check it out. We're doing it for the, for the fun and for the people, for the desert. Cool. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say.
0: Oh, yeah. Thank you for uh, sitting in. Thank you for bringing donuts. Of course, of course. Um, I can't wait to turn the AC on and yeah, take a piss because. It's fucking burning here. Um, but, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Next week, uh, the guest will be.